Welcome to the Activating Consciousness podcast platform. This platform is an amalgamation of a number of platforms from HexoChange, including Activating Consciousness, the Right Here, Right Now live show, the Inside Out show, and also the repurposing of a number of blogs, vlogs, poems, and other forms of media that all combine together are here to offer you the opportunity to raise the level of consciousness in yourself, in those around you, and in society at large. We believe at HexoChange that we are on the cusp of an exponential shift in human consciousness, unleashing the potential that we have never imagined possible. We hope to go on that journey with you together, and feel free to subscribe at hexochangenow.com. One word for regular updates. See you around. Here we go. Welcome to the Right Here, Right Now live show. It's a really, really special one today. Let me just put a little quick introduction up and I'm going to bring my incredible guest to come and meet you shortly. See you in a minute. <laughs> I love live TV. Hey, look, it's completely the wrong video. Hi there. Welcome to the Right Here, Right Now live show. This show has one simple question. What's on your heart and mind right here, right now in this moment? We explore the depths and breadths of our humanity through that one simple question over the course of 30 to 45 minutes. I hope that you'll join us. I hope you'll enjoy the exploration. And this tune was created for me personally by the incredible Peter Griffiths, one half of the amazing Mind Takeaway. Do let us know what you think. Let us know what you take away. And of course, we always welcome challenges too. Hope to see you on the exploration. Okay, the brilliant thing about live streaming is that you can make mistakes. I love vulnerability. I love to role model vulnerability. I made a mistake at the start of this show today. So much fun. I hope that you're as excited as me for this discussion today. For those that do know me and for those that don't, I, I like Haluk and his team at Latro. We all work in the chemicals industry, a critical industry that touches every part of humanity, the raw materials, the products we use every day. And what Haluk and his team have decided to do over the last couple of years is just incredibly exciting. But I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm going to bring the main man onto the platform. So welcome to the conversation today, Haluk. How are you? Thank you. Thank you, Gary. How are you? How's everything? I am beyond excited. And thanks, as always, to Brooke Errol, our mutual friend for connecting us, because she's lit... Um, She's lit a bit of a fire between us, I think, Hello. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. I mean, thanks to her, she really introduced to you. And it was amazing the first time when I started to read about you. We just, I, it's amazing that I see that we're on the same page. And I love it because being in the same industry and having the same mentality is the first time to me. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining me, my friend. Um, as I say, this show 
normally is about what's on your heart and mind right here, right now. I'd love to get into that a little bit today. But first of all, please offer an introduction hello, today to yourself and also the organization that you no longer lead, but you're part of. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. So, yeah, uh, my name is Haluk. I'm a chemical engineer. Uh, I finished school about 20 years ago, and I started working as a professional in, in chemical industry. Uh, and about 10 years ago, 11 years ago, uh, I founded the company called Latro. Uh, and uh, with, with some uh, co-founders at that time. And uh, now, I mean, it's been 11 years now since this journey has started. Uh, it was a great journey for me. And last two years, we have switched the organization model into something uh, called self-organized organization. And today we are going to talk about that. Uh, myself, I have uh, finished some you know, classes in, in, in marketing and in inspirational strategies. Uh, and I'm part of EO, uh, which is Entrepreneurs' Organization Worldwide. Uh, and yeah, basically what I am today. Uh, I was the CEO of the company uh, and uh, the boss, not anymore. Uh, so I'm just now the explorer. I'm still a big lover of uh, entrepreneurship. So I'm still an entrepreneur. I do, uh, still, I do still try to develop some new organizations and new uh, entrepreneurship uh, stories. So this is basically who I am. I have a 11 years old daughter called Darin. I love her. She's everything to me. And uh, yeah, basically, this is who I am. <laughs> Wonderful. What a! I can't remember the last time, hello, that an ex-CEO stroke explorer of a team brought their daughter into their introduction. So I just want to say <laughs> thank you for doing that as well, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 so tell us, tell us more about that, Hello, because I think this, this for me straight away, okay, very simply is what you, I believe, and your team are modeling, like the whole yeah. human being being able to come to work, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. I mean, uh, first of all, I have to tell that when I explain this story, uh, it may sound like easy, but no, it wasn't easy. I mean, firing my own self, I fired the CEO, I fired the boss who was myself, and it wasn't so much easy because every day you need to deal with your own egos as a being human being. So that's not, that wasn't easy for me either. But uh, the story started probably several years ago when I started to question the existing system, which is hierarchy. And the existing system brought me to the top of a company. Uh, as being a founder, I was the CEO, I was the general manager, I was the final decision maker uh, as, as in that role. And it's kind of didn't really fit with me because I never believed in uh, the roles or, or the the levels, the hierarchical system, which, you know, gives us the, you know, uh, a kind of independency. So the, the dependency, instead of being independent, instead of being feeling free, uh, you have to do the things according to the, your position. So mm -hmm. when I search about this, it was the first time probably the, the light, uh, uh, this idea came to my mind. Uh, I was in Harvard Business School and I was discussing this with the, with the uh, teachers there. And they were telling that you got to find your own way because the existing ways were never answering this question. So it was about two years ago, one and a half year ago, my great friend, 
is he's probably close friend of mine. Uh, we had the discussion about this, and he's coming from an agile uh, industry. He's, he's probably the one of the most important person in this in this uh, business in this in this organizational model. And he uh, gave me a book called Reinventing Organizations, Frederick Lalo. And probably that's really started everything. Uh, in, in this book, I found there is something that can be done without the hierarchy, without needing me on the top of everything. So mm-hmm. I read the book, and then we come together with him, his, his, his organization, Restart Lab, and we started this journey about a year ago. And we decided that we will move completely from uh, a, a a conventional organizational model to self-management organizational model, which doesn't have any hierarchy, which doesn't have any titles uh, and only about teams management. Uh, we call it uh, the, the um, collective management. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I decided this, one of the first thing what I did was firing myself because th- there's no CEO, there's no general manager uh, in, in this model. And uh, it's really was sound difficult at that time. But when I started to do it, it's kind of, uh, you know, when you do something you think it's difficult, it makes your life easier. So as, as, as much as I did uh, actions, so one of the first thing I did was I closed my room so I don't have any more room in the, in the office. And then I had my, let's say, the car parking place special to me in, in uh, in the same building, I left it. Uh, and in, in Turkish, we call the the managers something like Mister. You know uh, that there's a there's always a saying. And I I stop. Uh, I, I ask people not to tell me that. Just give me my name. So these are the, some physical changes I I started. And every time I change something, I just felt better. I just felt happier. I just felt. I always say this more free. Freer, I, I felt like um, uh, it was me coming to uh, work instead of a bus coming to work. So now I feel really great after all this. Generally speaking, it's all about, it's, it's it's from my point of view. I'm not sure about the others thing, but <laughs> we'll have to do a group conversation with your team of explorers yeah. at some point, Hello. But yeah. I just want to pick up on a few things and thank you for sharing this because. I work in, you know, a pretty entrepreneurial, bigger chemical company, as we know. I'm very lucky that my immediate team has quite a lot of this sort of self-organizing energy. But as an organization globally, we do not have this as a common way of being and, you know, organizing together. So I'm really interested. What what was the work that you needed to do as hello? I appreciate you, you know you're you're talking about the benefits. The benefits being you felt freer, you know you're able to innovate better. You know your life is better by giving away that power. Is is my understanding right? Correct, correct. What what were some of the biggest difficulties or challenges for you as an ex CEO to give away that power? What were some of the things you had to work through for you? Probably again ego because like uh, it's kind of I don't know why but the humanity uh, has this issue from the born it's kind of good when you come to an office everybody you know just tries to uh, serve you you have a big room a big you know table 
So giving up those is kind of a little bit less comfort. So that was a small part, very small, because afterwards I, I didn't really need it. But bigger is probably uh, every, again, every human being feels that they have the best decision. They, I, I also felt that I always have the best decision. I always thought that I know better. I know the, the solution. I know, the, I, I know the, how to do it. So when I had the power, it was easy. If something I know, I'll just tell them what to do. And I just tell them this is the last word. But giving up that kind of uh, difficult because I felt something is going wrong in some cases, in some moments, in some days. And I felt, wow, this is wrong and they are doing something wrong. But I, I couldn't touch exactly. I could tell my opinion, but I wouldn't be touching to the final decision. Uh, so those were the difficulties that I have to go through and I have to, you know, um, convince myself that just wait, wait. And it's the most difficult thing for an entrepreneur because for us, uh, we, we do the things quickly, quickly, quickly. We, we, we try to, you know, uh, we are always in action and just wait to see what the others are doing was very difficult. But I tell you, the results, uh, we have talked this before, but the results are amazing. At the end, what I found is the collective decisions, the collective management is like far away better than my own uh, management. It's like 150 times better. Yeah, there are some points they made mistakes. There are some points was not correct. But at the end, as a total, it's like thousand times better than what I would do. So they are, they are doing an amazing job. They are doing great, innovative, creative stuff. And, you know, what they are making as a mistake is, again, 100 times less than what I would make as a mistake. So at the end, uh, you just need to be patient. You just need to believe in people because the people are great. The human being is a great organ. Or, 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 organism i have to tell you and when it is together when it is collectively you know uh, together the result is always good not individually individually there are good ones there are normal ones there are bad ones but as a as a collectively as a group of people the results are always good this is my big belief and this is so fascinating right because for me, Hello, what's so interesting, you know, again, I just want to remind everybody of the context of this conversation. Hello, can I work in a very traditional industry, chemicals, chemical manufacturing, chemical distribution. And of course, your impact as Latro as a platform is going to be beyond just chemicals. Absolutely. Way beyond chemicals. But I wanted to get Hello into this space today because my belief, which I share with you is, and you've just evidenced it, right? There is so much weight potential that is locked behind fear or, you know, the need to have to justify a decision or the fear of making a mistake. Like all of that energy at the moment in many parts of our sector and beyond is just wrapped up, you know, and it's and, and, and the thing, Haluk, for me, quite often we're already paying those people money for salaries, yet we're not giving them the space and the freedom to make a decision so I, I, I'm I, that's why I wanted to get you on so much is the vulnerability that you offer other CEOs and senior leaders of our industry is just beautiful you can have more time with your daughter you can 
have more freedom, you can innovate better with your people rather than having to have all the power. Is that correct? Or would you challenge that or, or add, add to it that? Is not, it is correct, but it is more. It's not just that. It's not because I have more time. Like uh, It's not only because that I have more time for my daughter, but it's more than that. It's a great combination of all benefits. Yes, I have more time for my daughter. I have, everything, I have time for everything. But more than that, I am more beneficial to the company. So it's not like I just mm-hmm. step back. I'm still inside and with my great power. I'm an entrepreneur. So being an entrepreneur, the biggest power is to create, is to be innovative, is to think differently. And this space gave me that big uh, room that, I, that that is the best thing I, I do. So just like an example, uh, during this time, I, uh, I have created... Uh, with, uh, with a group of people, again, it was the, 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 the Restart Lab that we started this journey together, uh, a new uh, application. It's a collective decision-making, uh, it's a decision-making tool, especially. It's, it's for faster and better decisions. It's a tool, it's a, it's a digital platform that uh, allows companies to decide easier, faster, and more effectively. So this came out from this empty room, this freedom. So again, it's, it's, it's better because so I, I create more, I develop more ideas, companies, I, I work better. Or even for Latro, I bring the, the strategical projects into the uh, ecosystem and the ecosystem just eats it. It just, you know, uh, it evolves it. So uh, for, for the CEO, for the company managers, it is not only for their own personal time. It is better for the company. So I'm just adding uh, on what you are saying. It's a brilliant, brilliant addition. And I, and, and I think that and I've got a question from Amara I'd love to bring. And also, yes, we've got how long have we got with you today? Have we got to the top of the hour? Haluk, is that OK? Yeah, yeah, with you? sure, sure. I'm OK. Yeah, is that it's OK? okay? It's OK. F- yeah, fant- it's fantastic, okay. because yeah. it would be really nice to make this quite interactive and get some real questions from people that are watching us. Yeah, sure, as, a, sure. A, a, as we discuss, because why I really appreciate what you added is that for those CEOs that may watch this live or watch this back, they may be going, yeah, yeah, I might get a better personal life. Yeah, I can make a difference, but I'm just not used to, I'm used to this power. Like, like I'm just used to it. Like, I don't want to give it away. I quite like having this power. But what you're showing is there's a better life for the CEO ex-CEO and all of the staff and the business by by reimagining, yeah? But it's this very important point. So it's not about the personal himself or herself. It's also about the business. Because a CEO, again, is, is best, should be best uh, known by it is creativeness. It is great decision-making uh, processes inside. So why not to use this in more creative, innovative environment, of more freedom. Uh, if you, I do read a lot of biographies, and the most uh, successful people on earth, the most two richest people on earth, have their 20, 30 hours of a week on reading books or freedom. They have the freedom. That's important for my opinion. The freedom allows the CEOs, the managers, the founders to create more. That's, that's like a, 
since this is the point that I would like to mention, that our purpose is to create new opportunities, new new uh, possibilities through unique solutions. So we do put the innovation and the creativeness in the core of the business. So when you have the the uh, the whole free pr- place for people to move towards to our own purpose, then then you, the, the the results comes. Stunning. We're going to come back to the part about purpose. I think yeah. it's really, really, really critical. I just want to say, acknowledge a few people that have joined us. So we've got David. David said, looking forward to the conversation. We've got Amara saying hi, hello. We have Niodia, who I know is very big in the human-centered development space. Welcome to uh, Khalid as well. We've got uh, Patricia. A lot of people joining us live. And we've got a question, our first question, Haluk, for you, which is a, a brilliant one from Amara. How long did it take for your team, your staff, your colleagues to understand this new style of, of management or organizing? Mm. I don't think there's an exact answer of this question, how long, because it's a journey. And I'm still thinking we all learn throughout this journey. So there's no uh, end point. So it's an infinite game, uh, as Simon Sinek says. Uh, but uh, I can say after a couple of months, the first two, three months, everyone has realized the, uh, the, the organizational model, at least realized. I'm not saying they were acting accordingly because it needs a lot of effort personally to have this responsibility and to understand that there is no hierarchy but a couple of months they understood the concept and then we had a lot of programs inside to train people throughout this journey to to explain them how to create how to be in relations without the hierarchy and uh, thanks to all team, uh, it, it didn't take too long for them to understand. And now I believe they're a big, uh, you know, uh, they love this organization model, according to what I'm understanding. And they're a big fan of this model that you can see from our website. Also, uh, our own uh, explorers, we call them explorers, by the way. Uh, have their own words on this uh, model. So, so good. Thanks. Hope, hope Amara, that, that helped a little bit. Got a couple more questions, which I'll come to shortly, um, Haluk. Now, the other thing I'd love to explore with you, being a fellow explorer in, in my own right as well, is can you speak a little bit more about the collective decision-making in practice? What needs to be in place for you to hold one another accountable, yet with from a place of care and a place of love, right? So we're working together. We want to yeah. create the best together, but we also need yeah. to be accountable to each other. How how do you go about that? Okay, uh, let me answer this question a little bit wider angle. Uh, we have purpose, we have the values, and we have the principles. So this, let's say, uh, these are the ones who puts us together or holds us together. The purpose is it's a purpose-driven company. It's really a purpose-driven company, which uh, I would love to explain a little bit more about how we are doing it and what we have done, because that's also a very interesting 
points there. Then we have the values which guide us, guide everyone uh, to the to the direction of purpose to in this journey. And then we have uh, the principles, which it's kind of uh, you know. It, by the way, they are so simple: two principles, five values, and purpose. That that's the only thing. But the the principles also holds us together. They are our uh, red lines that you cannot cross that. And one of them is is the commitment. So we simply say, if you commit to something, you got to try your best to do it. And if you cannot do it, you need to inform the other persons who were expecting that commitment. And there is no signing or there is no contract, but it's it's a culture. So mm-hmm. when the teams are working, we, we collectively work with autonomous teams. They are questioning each other. They are questioning personally each other. The team's questioning each other. So it's kind of a culture inside that, you know, uh, pushes each other to done the commitment. So the commitment part is very strong. And I tell you, it's a lot stronger than the hierarchy. Because in hierarchy, you commit to one step ahead, one person. And you only deal with that person. And you need to done, have done your commitments to the person or to the whatever, the department. But here... We have one saying, there is no bus in Latro, but everybody is your bus. So it's like very, actually, it's very difficult that you need to, if you, are, if you need to done your commitment, you need to show the other 50 people, the, everyone else. So everyone else is your bus. Everyone else has, 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 can question the commitment because it's, it's, a, it's a principle. So that is what we, uh, what uh, the, the commitment part of your question. And then the uh, you ask about the, the wholeness, one of the value. I think it's probably the most important value. We all talk about that we need to come to work ourselves, you know. Now this mm-hmm. is talking, be, being talking a lot. But how you can come to a work completely yourself when you have a bus? When you have people that you need to manage, how you can come? It's impossible. You need to have a mask, a small mask, a big mask, three masks, mm-hmm. one mask. That that's, can be changed. But you need to have a mask because if you have a, if you need to report to someone, you cannot report as hundred percent being yourself. So, it's 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 it is psychologically impossible. But in Latro, there is really a wholeness because when you don't have any uh, hierarchical system, when there is no bus in the company, you really can express yourself how you are, exactly what you are. And if you still are changing yourself, it's nothing about the organization, then you have something in your mind differently. So in, in Latro, you find people, they are really themselves. The, the whole physical office is like that. We don't have any office rooms. So nobody has room. We have only meeting room or silent room for them to you know, discuss or talk uh, with people. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, spaces that freely the people comes with their computer just like me every morning I come leave my bag get my computer just look for a place it doesn't have to be table it can be you know uh, somewhere any a- anywhere in, in the office and just do what you need to do from there without any uh, limits or without any kind of um, how to say rules so that's that that can really bring wholeness. You asked me a question, how was your Monday? 
that question is usually <laughs> asked because the Mondays are a little bit the people have this feeling of uh, sleeping on Sunday night and waking up to work. The main reason is if you need to change yourself, if you need to wear a mask, that's kind of not humanistic. So Sunday evenings, you feel something in your stomach because tomorrow morning you wake up and you need to wear a mask. And I'm mm -hmm. hoping, again, you need to talk with the explorers here. I'm hoping it's not really the case here because Sunday you are at home, Monday you are at work. It doesn't matter where you are. You can be with your friend, you can be with your girlfriend, boyfriend, your wife, husband, your friends, or your work. They, they all are the same if you are the same person. It's just what you do is different. So many places to go. So, so, so many places to go. And I've got um, a lot. <laughs> I want to make it a nice dialogue. But feel free, like at any time, Halak, if you've got something you want to uh, to challenge me or question me with, throw it back my direction as well. Because I, what I'm really intrigued by, there's some, some really good questions coming in. Um, let me, where's this one? There's, ah, there we go. So Nuria has shared, how would you define benefit for the company? Does that... Is that clear to us? How would you define uh, benefit, benefit for the company? What benefits, maybe? Yeah, but, but Nuria, if you wouldn't mind just expanding a little bit on yeah, the question. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Uh, that, that, yeah. That, would be, that would be great. That would be great. Um, okay. Uh, maybe I can explain about our purpose, then it makes hmm. a little bit more sense about... Actually, uh, today I was very excited to talk with you, Gary, because again, uh, for for the, Gary has mentioned several times, but I would like to mention for my audience from you know who's watching it, uh, Gary is a part of a company who's probably the biggest in in specialties in the worldwide on distributing specialties, and he's he's holding a very important position there, and uh, the, the the core of this industry, chemicals. Are, comes from experiments. So whatever has been found in chemistry has came from experiments. So mm -hmm. theoretical is something, yes, we worked, but we do experiments in the lab. It, it is the, it's probably the experiment word is coming from chemistry. I'm not sure, but, but the, the, the experiment comes from chemistry. So being a chemical company, our purpose is to find you know, all extraordinary ways unique solutions, all, all new possibilities. So it's all about going direction to the, you know, uh, unique things. So how you do that? You need to do experiments. You need to feel free. You need to, you need to have a very high creativeness and innovative mindset. And what companies make, I believe it's a mistake, they create this innovative uh, innovation uh, meeting tables, innovation rooms, innovation teams, uh, the sea of innovation, whatever, the chief of innovation. But, but the innovation and the, and the creativeness first comes from the freedom. So in Latro, we have the freedom of this hierarchy, but not only that. I don't know if we are the only company in chemicals, but probably we are. We don't have any sales target. Zero. No <laughs> yearly sales target. No yearly sales budget. No target, no budget. We don't have departments. No sales, no lab. We have people, you know, just holding that function. Couple of them as a team. Not person to person or, 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 or silos. We don't have it. 
So how a lot of people ask me why you don't have uh, the targets, why you don't have the sales targets. But the answer is very simple. If we have the purpose of creating new possibilities with extraordinary unique chemical solutions, how you can put a sales target to innovation? That, that's, that's kind of two you know, uh, things that doesn't come together. So we say, no sales target. Let's do experiments. Let's try to find the best way to, for new possibilities. And very interestingly, it's 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 it's, it's uh, so organically natural nature says when you leave the things to to itself it always you know gives a better result uh, so organically now we have a lot better numbers we have you know increased the sales dramatically without putting any sales target because the people could focus on innovation, on, on new developments, instead of running like a rabbit. This is so... I really want to hold space for a couple of points here before we get some more questions. Thank you for... Like, the thing I love about this conversation, there's nothing been scripted. There's been no 20 questions, Halleck, you're going to answer. This is pure flow and emergence, okay? I just want to frame that for everybody watching us. One of the things I just want to pop back to that you shared earlier, you mentioned that the way you now organize as Latro, as a team, as a community, it's actually stronger as a fabric, as a unit, than it was when you had a hierarchy. So it's actually stronger to not have hierarchy. How, yeah. What an amazing insight. Yeah, it is. It is because, I mean, it's not, it, it sounds surprising, but it is not because it is the nature again. What is the hierarchy in nature? Just go to a forest. What is the hierarchy in a forest? Which tree is the boss? Which tree is the manager? Which tree <laughs> tells the other tree to do what? Or plantation or, or birth? No, it's just the flow of, of, of that organisms living together. It is the same. It's a lot stronger. It's a lot more stronger. You know, so when you let the organization, again, with the purpose, values, and principles, it doesn't mean a free flow. For mm -hmm. sure, you need to, you know, put some points. And, it, and when you do full, uh, one, one another word I need to mention, completely radical transparency means when you, have all these metrics, numbers that you can just see what is going on in the company, then you just let them do what they need to do. And, and the, the organically, the nature makes a better self-correction. So in other words, self-correction. Instead of making someone being a boss to correct others, you leave to the team to have their self-correction, for sure they make mistake, and they should, because a person also makes mistakes. So on that note, there's a great question, re really linked to what you just shared. Oh, sorry, let me bring this up. It's very, very relevant. Thank you very much for joining us. I don't want to pronounce the name. Is it is it Fatia? Um, Fatih. Fatih. Uh, thank, thank you for the question. You're an amazing role model for me. You've always said good things. What are the difficulties? What are the challenges of this new way of operating for, for Latro? 
What 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 are the what are the biggest challenges? Yeah. Okay, so this question is difficult. I, I get a little bit sweat. Man, I'm just gonna take off my shirt. So, okay, you know I have to. <laughs> I'm getting sweat. So see you, Gary. I'm sorry. It's a very difficult question. Um, actually, there are a lot of difficulties, and the biggest difficulty I can tell you is the culture. Is the culture that we have been born and live, and I'm not going to talk about the Turkish culture. I believe this is the culture worldwide. Maybe Turkish is a little bit more difficult. Maybe American is a little bit easier, but still, the culture gives to from the birth the uh, model of hierarchy, mm-hmm. and it starts from families. It goes to way all the way to the education system. So when you talk about this uh, organic self-organizational uh, model, uh, you don't always get a great reaction because the people are not used to it. So. It sounds like when you tell someone you don't, you will not have any boss to uh, report, you think that they're going to love it. No, it's, it's not mm-hmm. the case, actually. A lot of them are scared of it because when you give such a freedom, freedom comes with responsibilities. And the people don't like responsibility because it's not the way how they've been grown up. So, yes, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to convince people that it is the power inside them. They're not realizing that how powerful they are because the system teaches them uh, just to obey. Obey the boss, obey the, I don't know, the, the father, mother, obey the teacher, obey the political president, whoever it is, and just obeying. Instead of that, make the decisions collectively is giving them a chance to uh, discover themselves, but it's difficult. It's, it's quite difficult. So... Unfortunately, during this journey, we have uh, we, we we couldn't continue with a lot of people, and uh, so the turnover of Latro was not uh, small. I, I have to I have to tell this because for many of them, it is not something that they they want to go. It's it's a, it's an adventure. These 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 people are explorers, and being an explorer mm-hmm. is not easy. You know, some people just don't like to go to forest and explore. They just love to stay at home in front of the fireplace. So uh, it, it wasn't easy. It was quite difficult and it's still quite difficult uh, finding explorers. So we are trying our best uh, in, in Turkey to find this mindset who is out of the uh, picture, out of the normality. So we need people who loves to go out from their own comfort zone. Comfort zone is probably the one of the most mm. difficult you know, a point for us to uh, solve. So, yeah, it's it's definitely not easy. Somehow during this, it's 180 years old, the hierarchy system. And it's not easy to change people's mind to show them what how powerful they are and to show the power of um, collective intelligence. Yeah, this is another word we need to use a lot. The collective intelligence is amazing and the people still don't, realize how 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 uh, big it is thank it you difficult. Br- brilliant brilliant thank you for the question uh, fatty brilliant response hello and i'm loving this honesty and again you're modeling for me the transparency and the vulnerability of you know latro right you know yeah. you can't run experiments if you have your fists clenched like this yeah, yeah? so so i'm i'm <laughs> anyway I'm not, this is like a job advertisement, by the way. I'm I'm trying to get Halleck to recruit me. I'm only joking. I'm only I'm only joking. Um, so so what's 
what what I'm really intrigued by, Helen, tell us a little bit. So I'm again being super practical. Imagine we've got 20 CEOs from the chemical industry watching us right now, going, hmm, nice idea. Yeah, I feel a bit uncomfortable, but I'm willing to run an experiment in my company. But what's the what's the results of this? Like, is there any evidence that this makes more money or it helps us develop healthier products in line with nature's systems? Give us a little bit of a sense of some of those outcomes that you've experienced the last two years that maybe w weren't yeah. there two years ago. Even like two years is the time that I started this journey personally. And one year is the journey started in Latra. And mm -hmm. during this one year, we have developed so so many new things to create new possibilities, which leads us to, I don't know how to express this, but directly to turnover. So we have uh, increased more than 50, 55% in turnover in just last year. And the profit wise, it was even higher because with the new creative uh, ways of doing things also brings more value. I mean, uh, we did create a lot of value. Let, let's put it this way. So when we created the value, the, the results came with the value. The people purchased the value. And mm -hmm. it's just the beginning. It's just a couple of months. The teams are just starting to realize that they take what they can do. And now they are recruiting a lot of people. We were around 25 30 and now today we are over 50 uh, and uh, I tell you it's just the beginning of uh, the, the journey but if you ask me next year you will probably surprise a lot about my answer I'm, I'm, I'm almost sure I, I cannot assure you but today it's 50% on the more than 50% on the uh, turnover and and it looks like it's going great a lot of projects are coming a lot of experiments has been done uh, and, and they do a lot of experiments. They do search for all different ideas. And uh, I don't know. I, I feel like it's going to be big. And again, uh, for recruitments, you, uh, you, mm -hmm. you, ask, you open that. Since I'm not the CEO, there's no, I, I, I don't have power to recruit. I, what I can do is I could tell to the teams, hey, I know this Gary. He, he is great. Just take him, please. <laughs> and what happens is, what happens is the team invites the person. Mm. and makes a speech together. We don't have human resources. By the way, I'm sorry if anyone from human resources is watching us, but I don't like the word human resources because human is not a resource for a company. Human is the reason for a company to exist. So you cannot tell a reason, a resource. Resource is something you spend. <laughs> so it's not human resources. And a lot of companies are changing it. Now they say people, they say culture, you know, so it's better names. I don't like human resources. But anyway, we don't have HR in, in, in Latro because we don't, we don't need it. The teams collectively hires and fires. By the way, fires also. Again, another, another thing that if, if they cannot really change someone inside them, it's collectively. And a lot of people are asking how, who is going to decide? Is it like a voting? It's what? No, it's not. It's so naturally happening. And, and, and uh, when, when someone is not belonged to here, you, uh, you, uh, in, immediately you understand the culture is just, suck, uh, is just pushing him out. Or if someone is really fit for the culture, it's sucked in instead of an HR director or an HR team 
decides about what is what is going to happen. It, it so naturally happens inside the teams. And don't take me wrong. I believe the one of the HR function is very important and should stay, which is the culture, the the values, the purpose, the, the implementing this, making sure these are alive in the company. And that's it. That's it. Then the teams will go through the stages and, and pick what they need and drop who they don't need. That's, that's mm. the, that's the, another process. But I, I just love how this, again, without trying to be too reductive, because what you're describing today is a deeply interconnected, a deeply natural approach to doing business. You know, based on these two principles, based on five values, based on the purpose, like what you're speaking about today is what everybody talks about in books, but is so rarely actually applied in real life, right? There's a lot of theory in the books out there, but it's very difficult to find real life examples, which is why I was so excited when Brooke, Brooke connected you and I. But as you say, it's not all simple, right? So one no. of the questions we've got from Amara, which I really like, this is a question I also have myself um, for you, Halleck, is how do you, as a as a team of explorers, how do you ensure there's psychological safety for people to speak up given the different personalities that you have across the business? How do you ensure that safety remains? Uh, first of all, uh, that's a great question. And before answering this question, all my answers, please consider one thing. My answers will be compared to conventional uh, model. So mm. the answer for this question and the others, uh, for for a, a conventional model, a hierarchical model, the answer for this question is two out of ten. For us, it's a little bit six, seven, still not ten. It needs time because uh, since there is no one have power to shut someone up, nobody can shut up, can say shut up. So it is a person should don't have that courage to speak up because if he, if, if he or she has courage to speak up, there is no one in the table has the power to say anything. They cannot fire. They cannot say shut up. There is no boss. There is no, again, managers or what, whatsoever. So it's a personal thing if he cannot speak up. But still, that's still a good question because it might be there might be some people who are not that feeling you know comfortable to speak up we have to create psychologically safety places for those people and we are trying to do it actually we have again teams and one of the team is called gardening hub because we call the system ecosystem the whole company is an ecosystem so it is not a company it's ecosystem and since it's ecosystem we have the names like uh, the gardening hub, who's a gardeners, uh, made out of gardeners. And these gardeners are from the teams. So it is not separate people. It is the people from the company. And every three months, they change. So it's everyone. Mm. Gardening means it's everyone. They change. So one of the role, one of the duties of the gardening is the psychology safety. So make sure that everyone speaks up, make sure the culture uh, moves correctly. And the great thing about this team is they are not constant. Again, every three months, they are changing. So everyone is going to be a gardener during the time. It's a complete um, 
I forgot the word, but the people choose to be there. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to tell them to come. So every three months, there is an announcement. Who wants to be the next gardeners? They apply, and they apply means they, they want to be part of it. Nobody is, uh, decision, nobody is making decision first come, first in. So they just come and becomes in, in gardening. So it's very important because this is the one who, who makes sure about the psychological safety and the, uh, the creating an environment safety for diversity. It's, it's very important, uh, I believe. And again, we are six, seven. We need to be 10. But I'm, again, saying any other hierarchical company, it's impossible to keep that level below, over two, three. And, and I, I think it's a great response because all we have to look at, just to look outside of you and I for a second, there is evidence, yeah, reams and reams and pages of evidence as to the value of diversity, yet it's not really happening in most workplaces. And I think you're pointing to the reason, right? Hierarchy. Like, how, yeah. can, you, how can you honestly co-create an environment that allows everybody to flourish? If there is a hierarchy, it's impossible. It is. And it's so impossible and so depending on the person currently holding the position. So why I am so much against hierarchy, it's not I am against, don't take me wrong, the C-level people here, don't take me wrong, I'm against you. But what I'm saying is, for example, you're an amazing leader. You're an amazing example. But as long as that seat, that position stays there, there might be some different person coming there. There might be some other you know, personality leads it not as good as you. So the, 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 again, one great thing is a group of people is always a lot better to to uh, for the continuity for sustainability of of the company a group of people uh, decision making process or holding the purpose values and principles it's 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 for my opinion it's a, a more sustainable way and more uh, beneficiary to the community to other people so i have to I always so cool. say this, and again, I'm sorry, Gary, this point I need to mention. The, the, uh, also, the planet or the universe is warning us to become collectively uh, moving, to become collectively acting. Last couple of big issues is on us can be only solved collectively. Think about COVID, think about uh, the... the, the uh, the weather, what is it called? Did I, I forget? Yeah, English. the climate. Yeah, the yeah. climate change. Yeah, yeah. Then mm-hmm. you know, the, this, these are the problems can be solved only collectively. It is impossible a country can solve it itself. It's impossible, you know, just Europe solves it itself because it's, it's, it's a it's a world problem. So these are the probably the messages, not only the problems but the solutions are collectively. So we're gonna start from our companies. We're gonna start one day, hopefully from politics, you know, uh, move, you know, acting collectively, asking people, you know, it's, it's probably gonna happen. And there are a lot of clues coming from universe and the, the humanity is answering it a little bit. Uh, I always say the blockchain is something is gonna change the world for my opinion in the future. I'm not talking about that, you know, the coin part of it, that's nothing but the blockchain as a uh, mentality is gonna bring us to a more collective thinking you know be being together as as human being 
Thank you so much for adding that, because this is when we've had our previous conversations. It's so critical because this is really the perfect, as we get into the last 10 minutes, um, Haluk, this is why, this is so critically important why I'm grateful that Brooke connected, Haluk and I. We're not just, with all due respect, everybody's work is important work. But when you're working in the chemicals industry, which touches every product, every sector, every part of humanity, we have got in this sector and beyond one of the biggest opportunities and responsibilities, Haluk, I would say, to make sure that we do dissolve hierarchy and quickly, because if we don't get to this collective state, no, this, this is existential, right? This isn't just about reading the next book. This isn't just about making another 20 million euros. Like we're talking about all life, right? Let's get real for a second. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's it's all life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, it's organic. How to say? It's a living organism, right? It's, it's a nature. So we all connect everything with nature, living organism. It's, it's, it's alive. I don't know. Wow. Like, um, wow. It's, wow, it's wow. really exciting me because, by the way, I have to also mention about my own purpose. This is the company purpose, you know, finding new solutions, unique solutions, whatever it is. But my own purpose in life is to, I would like to be one of the frontiers of the change. So that gives me a big, big, you know, uh, encouragement and power to, to, to walk a little bit in the front. Because I believe the world is going to be a lot better place. We will, we will be, you know, uh, a lot better as human beings in the new world. So our kids, grandkids will have a better life. This is what I believe. But there's one thing we need to do. We need to move that direction altogether. And mm -hmm. this is one of the uh, probably points to moving that direction to have human-centric organizations, to have non-hierarchical, equally um, valued people organizations. And one small here parenthesis I would like to open Equally valued doesn't mean they all get equal uh, value from the company. Yes, for sure. What you have done, what you do, what you are bringing out is, the, is, is, is something that you need to, you know, uh, get the value out of the company. What I mm -hmm. mean is, as, as a human-centric point of view, all equal people. So if, if we can lead this, if we can, you know, be an example to other companies. So today, hopefully, if I can have a little bit small uh, light in the people's mind, if I can light it up, I would be more than happy because it all starts from one point. So today I was just reading 90% uh, of the company's first 500 in the world are either in Agile, which I believe Agile is a good start of all this model, or mm -hmm. either trying to move towards to less hierarchical management styles. So the world is moving that direction. It's great. It's already happening, uh, Gary. And I'm hoping that in, in chemical industry, it will move even faster. We have the experiment mindset. We should start to do experiments instead of you know, blocking ourselves with numbers, with targets, with, you know, hierarchical staff, directors, managers, just leave all those uh, things behind 
and just to experiment. And then chemical industry will be a lot more beneficiary to the world, yeah. my opinion. And I, I, <clears throat> I fully share it as well. Hello, 100%. And I just want to offer some people sharing feedback in the audio. Thanks, Halleck. Interesting and inspiring. So you are reaching people, human-centered organizations, bingo. You know, this this does matter because you're what I love so much about it is that you've brought a really real practical case study to the world. And that's why I'm so grateful for you sparing time with me, Halleck, because I'm sharing. They may be watching now, they may not be, they may watch later, but my senior leadership, right? I've invited nine of the top leaders of my company to watch this video, not because any of them need to be taught anything, like to be told that you're right or you're wrong, but just to say, hey, have you imagined that this sort of way is possible? Have you, did you realize that you can enjoy life more by giving away your power and contribute even more to the organization and to yourself? Like, this is not an equation that we are used no. to discussing, right? Yeah, it's a very good point. <laughs> we all think that it's an equation and when you decide one side, you lose other side. Yeah. No, we should realize we are all humans are on the same side of equation. Like we are all in the same side. So whatever we win, we win together. Whatever is good for nature, it's good for us. Whatever is good for the human being, it's good for us. I was reading the other day. It's, it's amazing that the, the uh, business roundtable, maybe you heard about that, yeah. it's the biggest you know, CEOs of the people. And I didn't know that. They have changed their uh, purpose. Uh, let me, uh, I wrote it here somewhere. Yes, the old one was corporations exist principally to serve shareholders. So it was the same, I think, until 2019. And now their new one. Corporations exist to de deliver long-term value to all stakeholders, means customers, employers, suppliers, communities, and shareholders, means humanity, means humans. So the companies are made for humans, are run by humans, are there for humans that that's 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 the thing plus they should not they they should act together with the nature so when mm -hmm. i say everything for humans doesn't mean forget about the nature all these things are for humans should be moving together with the nature um, sustainability wow my friend Wow, wow, wow. We've come to the, the top of the hour. I want to thank, there's too many people to thank. Thank you all for joining us. Some known to you, Halleck, I'm sure. Many that are new that will be following your work with interest. And I just want to appreciate you for showing up, for being vulnerable, for, for taking the questions, answering them without any preparation. Like this is, this is possible. This is possible for every single human being, right? So yeah. I guess my, my last question for you is thinking a little bit again, that person, not just a CEO, let's go down to the person, whether they work in sales, finance, HR, you know, research and development, any of those individual humans that are watching this going, my God, I would love to work somewhere like that. What would your invitation be to them to run their own experiment where they are right now in this moment? I mean, what I would suggest them to do, right? That's the question that mm -hmm. uh, for mm -hmm. this. I mean, uh, first of all, collective decision-making 
power is big. And just to understand that wherever they are, they can, they, tr- they should try to bring this collectiveness in their decisions. And not only in the business, in families, they should share everything with their kids, all the decisions. They should share all the decisions together with the families, with the friends, with the, with the, with the people around them. They should show their vulnerability in order to reach the exact excellent results. So when they start doing it, they will get great results, as I say, and they will be seen. So that's probably, I would say. And for those, I always say, who really believes in this and who really thinks that they're going to make a big change and who's ready for, for this you know, difficult journey, Again, in Turkey and, and in others, Latra is always welcoming these explorers uh, in, 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 in our free space. But yeah, and I, I'm, I'm going to other companies to discuss about this. I, I would love to discuss with anyone. I always say, throw me the most difficult questions. In any case, I have the answer for it. <laughs> because it's the nature. Nature has the answer, not because I know everything. It's because mm-hmm. I answered the questions with nature, with naturally designed company, which naturally designed ecosystem. Stunning, stunning, stunning. I'm looking forward to our ongoing conversations, Halak, and getting to know you better, getting to know more of your explorers. I would, I'm going to put out an invitation for us to do this again in a couple of months with some of your explorers together. Sure. If, that, if you and they are open, I would love that to happen in, in the sure, next couple of sure, months. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. That will be great. I mean, uh, thank you very much for creating this opportunity. I mean, Gary, thank you very much for bringing this out. And um, I mean, thanks for the people who watch this. And thank you. Keep inspired, everyone. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Halak. And uh, have a great week ahead. What a What an amazing start to this week. Not that you didn't have a brilliant start to the week already. (laughs) Take care, everyone. Cheers. Thank you so much for joining us in that recent exploration. We hope you gained some value and we'd love to learn from you what you took away, what maybe challenged you, what new ideas that you have. Please do share this on your social media platforms if you feel moved. And you can find out more about HexoChange at hexochangenow.com where you can subscribe for the weekly or bi-weekly updates where I'll update you with regard to in-person events, blogs, blogs, service offerings, and other thoughts and ideas that come to mind. Hope to see you around.